Support for studio sessions on KNKX comes from OB Credit Union, the original credit union of the Olympia Brewery, bringing pub-style banking to South Sound neighborhoods. OB Credit Union, offering Rainier, Pabst, Lone Star, and Olympia beer credit cards. More at obee.com cards. Hello, I'm Abe Beeson with an exclusive KNKX studio session performance from Judith Hill and her band at Avast Studios in Seattle. Judith Hill is a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles who's worked famously as a backup singer for Michael Jackson and many others, but she's also been destined to blaze her own musical path. Her debut album, Back in Time, was produced by Prince, and her latest album, Baby I'm Hollywood, a couple years ago, is a masterful blend of modern soul, funk, and pop that she produced herself. Judith Hill's band is a direct reflection on her musical history. Her mother Michiko is playing the keys and her father Peewee's on bass. This is John Staten at the drums with Judith Hill. Sweet. 
better call your sister too. While you're at it, you better call her home. And tell them that you're coming home. I'm gonna burn it on down.
Judith Hill, thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, at KNKX today. Um, I'd like to start uh, by asking a little bit about um, your musical education. And there's, I think, kind of a three-pronged musical education you had. Let's um, start by just growing up in a family with two professional musicians who are just super cool people. Uh, what was that um, experience like, learning music from your folks? It was an incredible experience just um, to be able to be around so many incredible musicians and as a kid I just felt like I was a sponge that soaked it all up and um, I didn't realize until later on in my life like how much I had soaked up and so it, I felt really really honored that I had that kind of upbringing. And how about um, more traditional music education? I know you did a little bit of jazz and, and big band work and uh, also very interested in classical music. Um, was that kind of your first excitement into I think I could do this as a career? Oh, yeah. I mean, I really was like, I loved classical music and jazz. And there were just so many styles of music that I gravitated towards. And so I think that I just, it felt like music chose me. Like, it was just one of those things where it was undeniably in my system and I loved it so much. And, and so I was just destined to do it. And how about, um, finally, your own kind of personal musical style? Um, did you grow up listening to a specific type of music? Did your parents encourage you to kind of get out and listen to it all? What What was your uh, formation of your own kind of personal style like? Uh, I listened to a lot of, um, growing up, there was a lot of gospel and funk yeah. and soul, and that was sort of the foundation, um, foundational elements, and um, listened to to listen to rock and um, jazz and other things that just kind of became like this hybrid and kind of a melting pot of, of, of sound that at the heart of it is my vo voice being soulful, like soul music driving the energy. But I love raw, the feeling of rawness, like blues and rock, funk, soul and rock and roll, basically. Yeah. Um, and you managed to do all of that on your recordings that cover uh, quite a variety of genres, which is kind of exciting um, to think about in uh, an era right now when genre uh, identity is kind of going out the window. And I wonder from an artist's perspective how you feel about um, the idea that the audience isn't really necessarily locked into a certain type of music, that the audience is engaged in more styles now. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Yeah, it's true. I think that we're, we're coming, we're at a point in history where there was such incredible innovation in specific genres that were made in, in history. And we're at a point now where um, I think it's just about how authentic you are and your relationship to these sacred genres that were kind of like human beings. I feel like we just discovered it. it's like discovering gold. Like once you discovered the blues, it's it's there, you know. So I just feel like an ambassador of sound, just like all the things that are beautiful to us that we resonate with. And audience are hybrid beings as well. We all kind of grew up on so much as as people. So. I think also being able to work uh, different varieties of of music in gives you a lot of um, a lot of freedom as a songwriter too. I wonder if you could talk about um, kind of the the lyrical um, points you're you're getting across in your music these days and and uh, expressing yourself um, with your words too. Yeah, I think well, I'm starting to really lean into discussing things in my album that are deeper and scarier for me but more vulnerable and I think that that's exciting and finding the relationship of the music and grooves with deeper concepts and so I'm really looking forward to this next album that I'm releasing that is that it's like this deep dive into sort of like a mental health space and and really talking about things that are uncomfortable and so um, I think that that's where my path is taking me.
that is certainly topical. I think a lot of us are, are re, reassessing our own mental health and, and what the heck this is all about after the pandemic. Do you feel like that, that time off gave you a new perspective too? Yeah, big time. I think the time off gave me a chance to finally sit down with myself and yeah, go go to places that I've never gone before. And I think that that was really important for me to to take that time and really, really be in that space. And so um, the the record that came out of that, which is finally finished now, um, is is that. And so it's really exciting. And um, I know that you're multilingual and you actually were working on writing in French in, uh, in the past. And I wonder if that is still an, a part of your songwriting, working in, in different languages? It's funny you say that there is a song, a song in French that's on my new album. It's awesome. it's not, it's just a part of it's in French, but <laughs> it's it's also English. But um, yeah, I mean, I love language. I love, I've been traveled around so many places. And so I feel that language is a, is a form of expressing and saying things. Feelings can be expressed in different languages and come off differently. So um, I think that... Yeah, language is a very powerful tool, and I and I have yet to explore more more of that. And uh, you mentioned traveling around the world. Do you have a favorite place where maybe the audience is particularly engaged, or that you just like the food and the and the <laughs> hang better? I really love Berlin. Wow, really? Yeah, I love that city. I love the culture. I love the people. I love Stockholm. Um, I actually love coming to Seattle, Portland area in yeah. America. Um, yeah, there, there's definitely special places that I gravitate towards. Um, now, more uh, recently, you had some experience um, guesting with the Gordon Goodwin Big Fat Band, um, which made me think about improvisation for um, someone who sings more in a, a, a arranged songer, singer-songwriter kind of format, um, where the improvisation comes in for you. And it seems like uh, the grace notes is one of the areas where that comes in, besides your own um musical soloing um could you tell me a little bit about that that's always something that uh, has really struck me it seems like you can either do it well or you you make a fool of yourself with those grace notes and singing really incredible runs like that oh uh yeah i think that uh every singer has their own kind of style of embellishments yeah. and things like that and i think um i've always sort of been drawn more to gospel singers and um there's a lot of inspiring things vocally for me and I'm still kind of exploring it you know so yeah I think when you say grace no it's just kind of like a choice of runs and things right, like I use yeah. it kind of sparingly I don't use it a, I mean I use it I'm more of like I like kind of earthy gutsy singing but I love also the ability to be able to take a scale and run run with it as well yeah uh, you're well known for some of your collaborations as a backup singer, of course, a Grammy for the 20 Feet from Stardom film. Um, have you had a chance to sing uh, with other singers? Any other vocal collaborations recently? Or um, I know a lot of the the hottest singers today are, are getting a lot of calls as guest vocalists. Um, are you doing much of that? Uh, well, let's see. The last thing I did was uh, duet with Patti LaBelle. That was really, that was really fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think... Um, Sometimes I do collaborations with other bands, sit-ins and songs like that. That's always that's always fun. I mean, um, but yeah, I've, I've yet to do more more vocal collaborations. I think that that that's something that I'm interested in doing now that I've kind of finished this latest album. 
Um, now, finally, as a, a young woman in this, in this business, you're um, pretty young, relatively, but you're awfully experienced. You've been doing it for a while. And I wonder um, if there's uh, been a point where you felt a little jaded, like, oh, this is such a grind, or is there still a lot of joy in the music? Well, there's always so much joy in the music, and I think that that sort of is the fuel that gets me through everything else, and it makes it all worth it, and every night on stage makes it worth it, and and the creative process, every new song, it's like, it's just like, it's a, it adds like the fire under, to your system, you know, and so um, if, at this point in my life, I'm really, I feel like I've really made most of the mistakes I could possibly make, hopefully. <laughs> So now it's just like I'm incredibly grateful and blessed to be where I'm at now and have, to have grown and learned so, so much. Well, we're really excited to hear that there's a new album out. Can you give us any other details about a song, uh, album title or maybe a release date or just be patient, kids? Just be patient. Well, I mean, it's either later this year or top of next year. We're just working on the marketing plan right now. But um, it is probably more of my theatrical uh presentations it's it's got a pretty grandness to it in the theatrical presentation of it so i'm really looking forward to sharing it that sounds great thank you so much judith hill for your time and we look forward to seeing you again thank you and thanks so much to Judith Hill, Michiko Hill at the Keys, Pee Wee Hill Bass, John Staten Drumming. Thanks to Stuart Hallerman and the whole gang at Avast Studios in Greenwood, North Seattle. Thanks to our audio engineer, Brian Moynihan, and video producer, Parker Blohm. Thanks to Promotions Director Brenda Goldstein and all of you listening in. Find our studio session archives at knkx.org with more content on our YouTube channel. I'm Abe Beeson. Thanks for listening.